When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Hello and welcome to True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast. I'm your host, Larry Lease. Today we're discussing the unsolved disappearance of the Flannan Isles Lighthouse Keepers. First, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Hunt to Kill It. Use code TCNS for 20% off your first box. And also Pondex. Visit Pondex.com. Use code TCNS for 10% off your first purchase. And let's get on with the missing person's case. The Flannan Isles, also known as the Seven Hunters, is a group of an uninhabited rocky isles off the west coast of Scotland. The mysterious islands allegedly had a profound effect on sheep and shepherds who would sail their flock <clears throat> to the islands to graze. Sheep who dined on the grasses of the Flannan Isles were said to give birth to twins or recover from illness. Despite its positive effect on sheep, legend of a spirit haunting the islands kept any shepherd from staying overnight. Nevertheless, in 1896, the Board of Trade sanctioned construction of a lighthouse on the largest of the Flannan Isles, Elaine Moore. Elaine Moore is also home. Some bodies. Scottish term for a small hut that now sits in ruin, as well as the chapel St. Flannan, the namesake for the Isles. In December of 1899, the lighthouse was completed and lit for the first time. Four lightkeepers were assigned to the lighthouse, each of whom would work a staggered rotation of six weeks on, two weeks off. This meant that there was always three men on the island tending the lighthouse at one time. In mid-December 1900, one year after the lighthouse was first put in service, the 
three men stationed on the island are James Ducat, 43, Donald MacArthur, age 40, Thomas Marshall, the youngest, age 28, and the fourth keeper, Joseph Moore, who wasn't on the island as it was his two weeks off. Around midnight on December 15th, the steamship Arctur passed near the Flannan Isles. Captain Holman noted that he could not see the light, though the conditions should have allowed him to. When the Arctur arrived in port, he reported the absence of the light, though this was never communicated to the Northern Lighthouse Board. On December 26th, the lighthouse tender ship Hesperus made a routine visit to the islands. When nearing the island, Captain James Harvey found it odd that there was no flag on the flagpole. The Hesperus sounded her horn to try to get the attention of the three lighthouse keepers, but there was no response. They then attempted firing a flare again. No reply. Joseph Moore, the fourth lighthouse keeper, was on board the Hesperus. With no signal coming from the island, Moore was sent ashore. Upon arriving at the east landing, nothing appeared amiss. Everything was where it had been when Moore had last been on the island. Moore made his way up to the island, where he found the entrance gate, the entrance door, and the door after that all closed. The kitchen door was found open, however, and the fireplace had not been lit for several days. All the clocks were stopped. According to Moore, I then entered the rooms in succession, found the beds empty, just as they had left them in the early morning, with no signs of anyone. Moore realized something was seriously wrong, and return to the Hesperus to get more men to help investigate. Moore and three others were left on the island to operate the lighthouse, while the Hesperus sailed back to telegraph the Northern Lighthouse Board of the Disappearances. The ropes. The west boat landing was damaged, and a box that had held tackle and mooring ropes was gone. The ropes were found strewn on the rocks in the iron railings around the area had been broken, with some completely missing. While some may, may question whether a 110-foot wave is possible, historian Mike Dash found evidence from a lighthouse keeper in the 1950s that water had splashed on the island as high as 300 feet up, wetting the lamp house. In fact, while trying to photograph these waves, the lighthouse keeper was almost washed away himself by a large wave. While the island completely searched and turning up <clears throat> a few clues, there was one man who might still be able to shed some insight on the keeper's final days, one Roderick McKenzie. Because there was no radio contact with the lighthouse, the men on Eileen Moore were essentially stranded. If something happened and they requested assistance, they needed a way to signal back to someone who could get help. Lighthouse keepers would do so using poles with balls or discs attached to them and place coming out of the lighthouse balcony. Hoping someone would spot their message, 18 miles southeast of the island is Galen Head, where gamekeeper Roderick McKenzie was paid eight pounds a year to watch for communications from the Flannan Islands. Each night, McKenzie was to know whether he could see the light and whether any signals were seen during the day. When investigators checked in with McKenzie after the disappearances, he reported that he had been unable to see the actual lighthouse between December 7th and December 29th. Inaction was not what McKenzie was being paid those eight pounds a year for. According to the National Lighthouse Board, McKenzie had agreed to report a failure. 
had an actual lighthouse keeper been appointed to that role, he likely would have reported the darkness much sooner. It should be noted that Ducat, the principal keeper, had asked the lighthouse board's superintendent if an experiment of sorts could be done with the aim of seeing how long it would take someone to notice a signal from shore and respond appropriately. Alas, the experiment was not approved. Ducat would ultimately get his answer way too long. So what really happened to these men? While nobody really knows, there are some theories that have populated the internet and historians. One theory is the men were accidentally swept into the wave, into the sea. Perhaps a wave caught the missing tackle box, scattering the contents about the rocks. If two of the men went to retrieve the supplies and a wave swept one away, the other could have ran back to the house to get the third. It's possible the third man was MacArthur who could have run out to help without grabbing his coat. Perhaps while trying to rescue their co-worker, the others were hit by a renegade wave and swept out to sea. However, no bodies were ever washed ashore, leaving room to question this theory. Perhaps because of the romanticism of an isolated Scottish island, some believe one or more of the keepers could have had a psychological breakdown leading to their demise. And... Just like most theories, there's always one that is really hard to believe. And perhaps they were abducted by aliens. There's also theories some other supernatural occurrence happened to the three flannel isles lighthouse keepers. There are legends of water sprites in Scotland, particularly the blue men of the Minch or Storm Kelpies and the outer Haybridges where the isles are located. These green-haired creatures are thought to live in caves and sink ships in order to drown sailors. According to legend, if the lighthouse keepers encountered a clan of these sprites, their only hope for survival wouldn't have had the last word in a rhyming duel. Are there rocks ahead? If there are, we'll all be dead. I think I could do a rhyming duel. There's also a local legend surrounding Moore's arrival on the island. Allegedly, when he entered the lighthouse building, three giant black birds perched atop the lighthouse flew off into the sky. People claimed these birds were the three keepers, who were transformed into the avian form as a punishment for violating the supernatural power of the island. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. Join us next week and share us your thoughts, what you think happened. You can find us on Twitter at True Crime Ennis. We'll see you next week. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.